with a name like pulpit. Do you preach seven days a week? No, we don't. But we do bring you the gospel in all its facets and all its beauty. This being said and done, got a question. We, we, we often speak about prayer on this radio station. We, prayer, the, the, the oxygen of the soul. And and one would imagine that in this day and age, and with the uh, the 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 information highway www.vvilviet, jy tak dit dood in verregen, en die antwoord is op jou vingerpunt dat die Bijbel moet sal sê, nee, en die laaste daas sal kennis vermeerder. En so daar is nie ding wat jy nie kan uitvind op die informatie hoogweg nie. And so, when we speak about prayer, the oxygen of the soul, there are still people who struggle and who would write to us and email us and WhatsApp us and say, so, to whom are we to, to pray? Is it God the Father? Is it the Son? Is it the Holy Spirit? You talk about this God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a triune God, but who do I pray to? I want to touch on that this morning. All prayer, all prayer should be directed to, you're right, our triune God. Our triune God. In other words, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You see, the Bible allows for prayer to one or all three. If you study the word, you will see it, because all three are one. It confuses a lot of people to try and understand that. But to the Father, we pray with the psalmist that says, Listen, listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray, Psalms 5 and verse 2. Psalms 5 and verse 2. Now, I've said it often on this radio station, it's good to listen to us. It's good to listen to your pastor, minister, priest, somebody who who shares God's word with you. But ultimately, the responsibility lies with you to go and check out these things. When we say Psalms 5 and verse 2, go and check it out. You see, to the Lord Jesus, we pray as to the Father, because they equal. They are equal. Prayer to one member of the Trinity is prayer to all, isn't it? Stephen Whilst being martyred, prayed, he said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. In Acts 7 and verse 59. And again, you have to go check out the word. Don't take my word for it. Go check it out. Yeah, we find Stephen crying out to the Lord Jesus, God. We proclaim that Jesus is God. We are also to pray in the name of Christ. It's the brother Paul, the greatest evangelist who ever lived, who exhorted the Ephesians, those believers there, to to always give thanks. Do you know the scripture? Give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You can find it in Ephesians 5 and verse 20. And so Jesus himself even assured his disciples that whatever they ask in his name, meaning in his will will be granted. John fifteen sixteen, John sixteen twenty three. So there are many people who's wondering in whose name do we pray? And the answer is in the name of the Triune God. We are to pray to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We are to pray in the Spirit and in His power. 
the Spirit as part as much of the Trinity than God and Jesus? Because the Bible says the Spirit helps us to pray, even when we do not know how or what to ask. You know Romans 8 and verse 26? Romans 8 and verse 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groaning to deep for words. The Spirit intercedes for us. Also in the book of Jude, it says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up in most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. I think the the best way to understand it, to describe it this morning, uh, to understand the role of the Trinity in prayer is that we pray to the Father. To the Father. Through or, or in the name of the Son. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Does it make sense to you? Does it make sense to you now? Shall I say it again? We pray to the Father through or in the name of Jesus, the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because all three are active participants in a believer's prayer, in your prayer and in my prayer. You see, prayer has several elements. I want to touch on two of them quickly, praise and thanksgiving. We can see that prayer at its very core, prayer, I called it the oxygen of the soul when we started this morning. Prayer in its very core, my brother, my sister, is what? You're right, worship. Worship. And when we praise God, we are to worship Him. Worship Him for His attributes. Worship Him for His work in our lives. When we, you and I, when we offer prayers of thanksgiving, we're worshiping God for His goodness. We're worshiping the Trinity for His mercy, His loving kindness to us. And so worship, I think you would agree with me, gives glory to God, the one and only who deserves glory. He says, there is none other like me. I am the only true God. There is no other one. You see, the problem with praying to anyone other than God is, he says he will not share his glory. In fact, praying to anyone other than God is idolatry. That's what the Bible says. He says, I am the Lord. I am. That is my name. We spoke about it yesterday as well, yesterday morning. He says, I will give my glory to no other. I will not give my praise to idols. Did you know there's a scripture that says that? I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. Isaiah 42, 8. You're quite right. That's where it says, I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other. And then when Jesus says, I am the truth, the way, and the life, nobody comes to the Father except through me. It's not just a way, a true, a life. It is the truth, the way, the life. Worship, thanksgiving. That's what we do when we, we bow down. 
I bowed down before the Lord this morning before coming into the studio and said, Lord, let it not be flesh that shares with my brothers and my sisters. Let it be the Spirit, your Spirit, that, Lord, glorify your name through me. I am just but a vessel. And so there's other elements of prayer as well. Like what? Repentance? Does it make sense? It's through prayer that we go to God and say, Lord, I've sinned. I've fallen short of your grace, Lord. I've messed up. Confession. Petition. It's all forms of worship. We repent knowing that God is a forgiving and a, and a loving God. And He's a provided a means of forgiveness. How? In the sacrifice of His Son. On the cross. You hear it on this radio station 724. You hear this. And so we confess our sins because we know, we know, you know, I know, He is faithful. He is just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do you know which scripture I'm quoting from? I'm not thumbsacking these things. It's God's Word ministering to your spirit, my spirit. 1 John 1 and verse 9. Man, I camp on that scripture sometimes. For we worship God, the Trinity, with it. We come to Him with our petitions, with our intercessions. Why? Because you should know this. He loves you. And He hears your prayers. He hears your prayers. You might think God does not hear your prayers. He hears our prayers. And we worship Him for His mercy and His kindness and His willingness to hear and answer us. Are you willing to consider all of this? Are you willing to, to stand back this morning and say, Okay, now I see. That praying to our triune God is the one and only way to do it. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Anything other than our triune God is even unthinkable. Because prayer, a form of worship, a form of worship is reserved for God and God alone. Who are we to pray to? We get questions like that here at this radio station. The answer is God, Yahweh, Elohim, El, the great I Am, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Praying to God, my brother, God alone is far more important then to which person in the Trinity we address our prayers. But then again, we have to face those questions, and we have to answer them for you. Now, have you spoken to this God this morning? There's a beautiful writing in the Gospels in Matthew chapter 6. It says, so when you pray, when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. We've been accused of being hypocrites, aren't we? we, we we've been accused, uh, those bunch of hypocrites, they call themselves Christians. Truth is, God do not like hypocrites to the extent that it's mentioned in His Word. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues on the corners of the street that they may be seen. You see, it's a heart's motive. If you do pray and it's not between you and the Lord, the triune God, there's something terribly wrong here. 
that they may be seen by men. And the Word of God says, Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. They have their reward. But you, (laughs) you, my brother, you, my sister, when you pray, here's the advice. Go into your room. And when you have shut the door, there's even an instruction, close the door. Your room, your prayer room, your prayer closet, close the door. So that it's you and God alone. It's a frightening thought, eh? When you close that door, that the unseen, omniscient, all-powerful God is in there with you is with you right now as you listen to this radio broadcast. He says, And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. Our God. And your Father who sees in the secret will reward you openly. Man, there's wisdom in here that the world cannot understand. There's wisdom in here That if you're not reborn, you cannot understand what I'm trying to say to you this morning. He says, and when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathens do. You see, heathens pray as well. Mumbling, jumbling, and praying to rocks and stones, and hugging trees, and howl to the moon. My goodness. And he's talking about vain repetitions. Fine repetitions. For they think they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them. For your Father knows the thing you have needs of even before you ask Him. Vainat, where do you find the scripture that you're reading from? My brother, I'm reading from Matthew chapter 6. And I'm reading here in verse 6 and verse 7. Your Father who is in the secret, your Father who sees in the secret, will reward you in the open. Therefore, he says in verse 8, God knows the thing you have need of this morning, before you ask. And in this manner, therefore pray. And then he proceeds, and he teaches us, A beautiful, beautiful, breathtakingly beautiful, beautiful prayer. Oh man, how often have I prayed that prayer? And so this morning, through music, as we pray to the triune God, the God of Israel, the God of Moses, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and Jacob, why am I saying these names, generational names? Because he's an eternal God. He's the living God of Abram. He's the living God of Isaac. He's the living God of Jacob. He's the living God that created the very moon that shone in the garden of Eden that is shining over us right now. He is the God that spoke to the sun and says, Hang there, and the sun obeyed. He spoke to the stars and just put them out there in the universe to glorify His majestic name. And so that we can see it and say, truly, God is breathtakingly awesome, and we love Him. And so I want to share through this a beautiful prayer with you this morning. A beautiful, 
beautiful prayer. Are you ready to pray with me, my brother, my sister? I'm going to fade that music in the background and just put on this prayer for you so that you and I can stand before the Lord this morning. He taught us how to pray. He taught us where to pray, when to pray. It's all in God's Word. Kom ons bid saam voor die aangezicht van die Heere. Wat in die 